Good morning. Uh, good morning. Welcome to Wednesday, August 19th. Morning devotions here uh, with me uh, here at Trinity in Leader. So glad that you're uh, tuning in. Uh, maybe you're already busy this morning trying to get things done before the heat sets in for the day. Uh, but wherever you are, whatever you find yourself doing uh, right now or whenever you watch this video, I pray that uh, this would be a, a good time for you, uh, time for you to focus, time for you to listen attentively to God. That's, again, our aim, my, my greatest desire for this time together is that it would be teaching us to be attentive to what God is speaking, to what God is, is uh, placing on our hearts day by day. And so as we begin our time together this morning, we'll do so as we've done uh, for so long now. Let's open with a word of prayer. Almighty God, the world you created for us is suffering and we are to blame. Let us love and value your creation as if it were our very own. In the name of Jesus, amen. So we'll turn our first reading this morning, uh, Psalm 102, verses 1 to 11. That's Psalm 102, verses 1 to 11. Hear my prayer, O Lord. Let my cry for help come to you. Do not hide your face from me when I am in distress. Turn your ear to me when I call answer me quickly. For my days vanish like smoke, my bones burn like glowing embers. My heart is blighted and withered like grass. I forget to eat my food. Because of my loud groaning, I am reduced to skin and bones. I am like a desert owl, like an owl among the ruins. I lie awake and have become like a bird alone on a roof. All day long my enemies taunt me. Those who rail against me use my name as a curse. For I eat ashes as my food and mingle my drink with tears. Because of your great wrath, for you have taken me up and thrown me aside. My days are like the evening shadow. I wither away like grass. And so we're going to end not particularly uplifting. And yet, uh, as we've reflected, the Psalms aren't always meant to be uplifting. You know, that's one of the, uh, I think, one of the, the travesties of, of Western and North American Christianity is that uh, so much of it revolves around being happy, uh, you know, being positive, being joyful, when quite frankly, there's times in life that we just don't feel like doing that. We just don't feel like being positive. We don't feel like being joyful. Even though we know in Christ we can have joy in all situations, in all circumstances, uh, you know, this is a little bit different because the, the Psalms help us embrace the cry of our heart, the longings of our heart. Some days you feel worn down. Some days you feel defeated and, and uh, you know, just, just beat. Maybe many days you feel that way. The Psalms remind us that that's okay to, to name those things, to speak those things. 
tomorrow we'll see. Uh, that's not where it ends, though. The psalm doesn't end with, uh, uh, you know, the, the psalmist saying, I'm beat down, I'm, I, my life is nothing, it's worth nothing, it vanishes like smoke and the dry grass. There's lots of that for examples around us these days. The psalmist doesn't leave it there. We'll pick that up tomorrow. But, but for now, uh, it's an interesting, it, it seems like a difficult place to stop reading. And yet, sometimes we need to embrace that. Those difficult moments, those hard moments in life. Those moments where we cry out and say, no, not everything is okay. It's one of my hopes for us as a church that we would be a safe place for people to make those statements. You know, it's easy just to slap on a, a smile and say, hey, everything's great, when deep down inside it's not. It's my hope that we as a church can be that safe place. Say, no, not everything is okay. I feel beat down. I feel worn out. I need help. Pray if you're feeling that way. Reach out. Reach out to someone. Reach out to me. I'm, I'm always available, willing to, to listen, to pray with you. Or reach out to someone close to you. Talk about it. Share your struggles, share your heartaches, because that truly is what we as God's people are called to do for and with each other. And with that in mind, why don't we turn now to our gospel reading, uh, Luke chapter 18. We'll read verses 31 to 42. It says, Jesus took the twelve aside and told them, We're going up to Jerusalem, and everything that is written by the prophets about the Son of Man will be fulfilled. He will be handed over to the Gentiles. They will mock him, insult him, spit on him, flog him, and kill him. On the third day, he will rise again. The disciples did not understand any of this. Its meaning was hidden from them, and they did not know what he was talking about. As Jesus approached Jericho, a blind man was sitting by the roadside begging. When he heard the crowd going by, he asked, What is happening? They told him, Jesus of Nazareth is passing by. He called out, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Those who led the way rebuked him and told him to be quiet, but he shouted all the more, son of David, have mercy on me. Jesus stopped and ordered the man to be brought to him. When he came near, Jesus asked him, what do you want me to do for you? Lord, I want to see was his reply. Jesus said to him, Receive your sight. Your faith has healed you. Immediately he received his sight and followed Jesus, praising God. When all the people saw it, they also praised God. So here in the big picture of the gospel, we just have a couple minutes to talk about this, not nearly enough time. Uh, in the big picture of the gospel, we have Jesus and and. The, each of the gospel writers have their own way of doing this, uh, continually moving us toward the cross, toward the climactic event in, in salvation history, the cross and the empty tomb. Uh, we have at the beginning of our reading today just a few verses, uh, kind of as an aside, that says that Jesus took the twelve and said, we're going up to Jerusalem. And he began to explain a little bit about what would happen in Jerusalem, how he would die and how he would rise again. 
the disciples didn't know what he was talking about. They didn't understand him. But then immediately we have this story of a blind man receiving his sight. I don't think it's any coincidence that these two accounts are next to each other in the Gospels. So often as the Gospels were, were put together as the Holy Spirit inspired their writing, we have the, we have the authors putting these, uh, these accounts, these stories together as a way of reinforcing what they're saying. Here we have the disciples that, didn't, that have been with Jesus for several years. They've been listening to him, uh, doing miracles with him. They've, they, of all people, should see, should understand, know who Jesus is. And yet here, right after Jesus says, we're going to Jerusalem, the disciples don't know what he's talking about. We have this blind man. He can't see Jesus. He has no idea what's going on, but he knows there's something about this man. There's something about this man who can heal him. And what's more, he's not just looking for healing. That's, that's the crux of the matter. Uh, so often it's, it's easy to get focused. Oh, Jesus healed the man. But the deeper work, the, the more significant work that Jesus does here is, is one of, of forgiving sins. Well, he doesn't explicitly say that. This cry from the blind man Jesus, or son of David, have mercy on me. This phrase, son of David, acknowledges Jesus as, as Lord, as, as God. And his cry for mercy is a cry for help, for forgiveness, for life. Jesus simply asked, what do you want me to do for you? And the man says, I want to see and after he sees the man, follows Jesus, praising God. What do you want Jesus to do for you? What do you want Jesus to do for you? The blind man wanted his sight, restoration of sight, but, but again, deeper, he wanted his sins forgiven. He wanted forgiveness. He wanted healing. He wanted life. I have had mercy on you as I went to the cross and I continually have mercy on you day by day. I walk with you. I strengthen you. So may you be encouraged by that. May you have eyes to see the work of Jesus in your life today. Would you pray with me? Heavenly Father, we thank you for the gift of your son who gives us hope, who gives us life, who, who has mercy on us, even when we don't deserve it. I thank you, Jesus, for your loving kindness, for your compassion, for your mercy. That's new every morning. Pray for myself and each person watching this today that we would have eyes to see you, eyes to see your mercy, eyes to see your forgiveness, eyes to see your presence, your work, your love for us here today as, as each of us needs it. Lord, you know that some of us are struggling. Some of us feel like we're the, the brown, dry, dead grass outside. We pray for refreshing times of refreshing from you. 
Touch us, we pray, Lord Jesus. Even as together we boldly pray, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. So I'll leave you with two watchwords here for our time uh, today. Uh, these two words have passages to focus on, to reflect on. First one from Exodus 33, verse 13. Moses said to the Lord, consider too that this nation is your people. And then from 2 Thessalonians 2.14, God called you through our proclamation of the good news so that you may obtain the glory of our Lord Jesus Christ. That is the call of Jesus that so we would obtain his glory forever, for an eternal life, but also for now, that we would know his glory, his presence, his love today. And so may you know that, may you be strengthened and encouraged today. May you be a blessing, even as God blesses you with his love, with his presence here today. Thanks for uh, uh, tuning in. Thanks for watching this morning. We will uh, uh, be back tomorrow morning at 830 uh, for some more morning devotions. Uh, but yeah. I so appreciate this time together, the encouragement from each of us as we, we share what God is doing in our lives, in our midst. So blessings on your day. We'll see you tomorrow morning.